Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Town Podcast. That, that was a hard fade. Episode one seventy four. What's going on, bro? Oh, dude, I'm I'm just having anxieties. A little stressed, you know. Um, uh, two two reasons basically. Um, in, in more importantly, most importantly, actually, the I don't know if you saw that there was a, a, another high school shooting. Uh, this one in Michigan. No, I did see that, unfortunately, man. And you know what? It wasn't even the front page news because so much crap. I mean, like, it just happens all the time, man. I mean, like, Jesus, that, that bums me out. But um, what was the second reason, man? Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a new phone because okay. uh, my, my old phone was... Oh, that's better. My old phone was starting to get kind of funky with me. And I've had it for almost five years, dude iphone 7 it was really good to me you know i'm, I'm gonna get emotional about it here i'm kidding um <laughs> well, but, which, which, which iphone did you get just curious well i got the 13 pro oh, because it has nice. the nice uh camera on it you know so i can take nice pictures of the artwork and stuff you know and, and, and do videos or whatever but it's not you know it's always got to be complicated for me um and you know my poor wife, bless her heart. She, she has to deal with like the, you know, the remnants of this, you know, she's doing her best to try to help me get it situated with it. And, and, um, <clears throat> I, I forget what it was first. We couldn't, they, they didn't have the, um, we couldn't get the phone at the Apple store. We had to wait a couple more hours to mm. be able to get it. It's like, it's right over there. Why can't you just go get it out of the room and bring it out here and sell it to us? No. <laughs> Well, that thing's not that thing's not cheap though, right? No, no, twelve hundred bucks, man, for this thing right here. Um, and if you notice, I'm holding it gingerly because I haven't gotten a, the new uh, OtterBox casing for it that I'm going to get uh, tomorrow. But um, you know, uh, so then we go to the Verizon store, you know, because I was going to trade in the phone and you know do this whole deal over there. But then they were not going to get the iPhone Pro for you know until at least December twentieth. You know, which means probably the new year before they even going to get the phone. It's probably out in the sea somewhere in the supply chain thing going on, right? <laughs> I just, this just racks my nerves. You know what I mean, bro? I like it when I got everything set, my phone, I know, know exactly what to do. And, and, and now it's all these, all these new things that I got to program on here. New password, now a six digit fucking password instead of the four digit one on the iPhone seven. You know what I mean? So now it's, but now it has face recognition, which is kind of creepy. 
Um, oh, okay, okay. You're, you're just on the face recognition tip right here with your last yeah. one. You didn't have it yet. Okay, okay. No, I mean, no. you know what? I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like used to it too. The crappy thing is, like, you know, they you, you can't recognize your face with a mask on. And I know in LA right now, uh, the mask stuff is pretty serious right now, right? They started vaccine mandates. I mean, uh, checking out the I door. got my booster yesterday, dude. Okay, I got okay. the booster yesterday. Nice. Um, you know, the arm is, uh, yeah, it's still tender, a little sore, okay. but. Other than that, I just got you know a little tired. That was about it. Yeah, I don't. Also, I don't last I... night because I every time I rolled over on it, it was like oh, and wake me up. You know. I see, dude. I don't think I'm gonna get that booster, man. I mean, like I had such a bad reaction to the second one. I think like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait it out, dude. After what you went through, I don't blame you. You you might be allergic to part of it or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, yeah. but we'll see. Dude, I mean, just like stay I said, masked up. Do your thing. You know. Um, I mean, I'm and, just. You know, I already went out a lot this year, man. I like literally live life to the fullest, man. I was like, you know what? What do I, what do I want to do? Like, if this is my last year of life, man, I really, really felt that way. You, you know what I mean? Since we just got the vaccine, the world's opening up. I mean, I literally like traveled to where, you know, wherever my heart desired. And I had an amazing time. So I was like, you know, I think I'm going to stay home the next year, man, if I need to get a booster, man. But, uh, you know, luckily, actually, like this is, more... this is the difference between having children and, and, and not oh, yeah. having children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I if, if I die, like I'm not leaving behind like a bunch of responsibility, you know. If I die, I'm a fucking legend, dude. You, you know what I mean? That's. <laughs> but um, hey, I wanted to uh, um, well, should we bring our guest in first, or should we talk about this first? Uh, because I wanted to congratulate you, man. Because uh, um, well, what did you do over the weekend? First of all. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, the the somehow the wife got tickets to see the Banksy exhibit down in um where the hell that is um it's kind of close to the airport i guess um and it it kind of blew my mind because um it was kind of funny because my kids you know they went way ahead of us they went you know checking out stuff or whatever and and we had gotten through maybe about one fifth of the exhibit and Linux comes running back. Dad, come here. I got to show you something. I got to show you something. Come here. Come here. I got to show you something. I'm like, dude, hey, you know, your mom and I, we're looking at stuff. We're taking things at our own pace here. You guys can go look at whatever you want. Do it. Don't touch anything, you know, but just, you know, don't be dragging us over somewhere, you know? And then when I walked up on this thing, man, I was like, what? You know, this, this. Well, tell them what happened. Yeah. It was, it was a huge, like, wall-sized photo of when Banksy had done Charlie Brown on the side of this uh, house that had burnt that was right on the corner of um, Sunset and La Cienega, basically. It was slightly east of, of La Cienega, but, um, and, you know, it got knocked down, and now there's a big building there and everything, but, um, you know, for a while, that thing was just sitting there, you know, just bare, and the... <laughs> You know, I, I got accused of, of spot jacking um, Banksy when Merrill's in Fairfax first came. I, I looked way back, dude. If you look way back on some of the, it was, I think, like, yeah, that same day or later that day, you know, it was like spot jacking. <laughs> I was like, oh, so this, this is, is how I was introduced. This is, well, this is when to people can just Melrose and Fairfax. Here's this dude who got up next to, uh, to Banksy. But yeah. here's the, the honest to God truth, man. That right where I got up, I was going to do that the night before, but it rained. And so I was like, well, shit, man, I'm not going to go out tonight. I'll go. And then the next morning, my wife's like, 
oh, look, thanks, he was here. And I saw one of the pieces, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was going to do that. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go do it tonight. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. And so, well, you know. Well, this is the days of the anonymous comment, right? You can actually leave an anonymous comment still. And uh, nobody knew who the hell you were. So you can just, like, be the biggest fucking asshole and then just, like, oh, yeah. comment, spot jacking. Totally, totally not good. <laughs> well, no, what that's I mean? what that's what Gregory uh, labeled it. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> he I see. labeled it spot jacking. So I was like, well, hold yeah, on. This I'm, is, I'm gonna I started share, off being an share. asshole, basically, in this community. I want to share the picture uh, right here, Teach. I just want to tell you, can, can you explain <laughs> the piece for this? Because, like, it's a little bit different than your current style, obviously, right? You, you know, I mean, this is before you developed your current stencil style. Well, it's using the, the technique still though you know it has the the mesh um holding the floating pieces together but this um you know this was before teach piece um this was just teach you know teach each teach and the child, child's basically. face there you know meaning teach each child um so you know that was uh that was, was that actually some... the first um image that i sprayed out on the street really was that on some plywood that you did it on basically that right there uh, is actually a piece of sheathing. Uh, it's not plywood, it's sheathing. And they had yeah. put it over um, a window that had uh, that was burned out. So, you know, that was there. And that, that's what I was going to put my, uh, my piece on originally. Nice. I'm just wondering if I had put it on there before, if he still would have put the Charlie Brown on it. It's interesting to me because, like, you know, Trust Icon later kind of developed his whole style around, like, the Peanuts figures. You know what I mean? And then, so at this time, I don't think, like, it was really, uh, uh, like I'm saying, if, if like, I, you know, I'm not aware of every single Banksy piece, but, you know, it is pretty cool, Banksy doing a little, like, Charlie Brown with a cigarette in his mouth and with a gas tank on well, it. Well, in full color, too. Like, a full yeah, color yeah, cartoon yeah. piece, you know? Totally, He's usually, yeah. before that, I would known him for doing, like, mainly black and white pieces, you know? Like yeah, really yeah, nice yeah. shading and, and everything. But this was, like, a flat-on cartoon, you know, with... um. Yeah, and, and it was actually pretty close to the street where it was. You know, like I said, it's gone now, but, um, you know, for him to be able to pull that off, it, it took a minute to, to get that down, you know. Good grief. My, I'm sorry, dude. Somehow the... Um... No worries, man. Well, anyways, man, I just wanted to congratulate you on that because, you know, you're officially... Even though this Banksy Expo is not an official Banksy Expo, you are officially in the banksy expo you know what i mean i'll take it dude yeah so i mean like i said everybody that's interested in street art man you know is going to go out there and check out stuff and your work is actually inside there man so uh, major props bro i just wanted to give you that you know what i mean but uh you know i heard the doorbell man and uh you know i i'm really looking forward to talking to our guest today man you want to introduce him real quick yeah wonderlust um that's spelled the number one d i r l UST. Um, he's uh, an Aussie, you know, he's from Australia and uh, dude has gotten up, I don't know, several different places all over the world. He's very well traveled and 168 cities, man. So uh, that's the official count so far from his. I was going to say that, but I didn't know. Maybe it, you know, it, I'm kidding, dude. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> that's a lot. That's yeah, it's a definitely lot, a lot, man. man. So, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and uh, let him in then, and we can just chat all about it, whatever's going on, too. All right? Cool. 
Into audio. Come on. Come on, buddy. You can do it. There you go. All right. Let me just get this set up. <laughs> oh, it sounds great, man. Cheers, cheers. There you go. Yes. And we're oh, all nice. on. I like oh. it, man. I like the outfit here. Added a bit of an aesthetic, you know. You got a no face, no case, that whole deal. How y'all going? Oh man, great. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. I really appreciate it. So um are you uh where are you? Where are you where are you joining us from? Are you in in the States? You uh you in Australia, where are you? So I'm currently based in the States. I'm in Portland, Oregon. So I'm just uh, chilling here for the for as long as my visa allows. And then um, off to the next thing, I guess. <laughs> Are you one of those dudes that like, you know, you, your visa runs out and then you, you hop over to Canada or something and then you hop back and then that that's how the visa basically happens. That's pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm okay. not going to say I do that because that would say intent, but, uh, you know, that could happen. You know, yeah, yeah, totally yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> people, don't, people don't know that a lot of times, but, you know, I know a lot of, I have fr a lot of friends that, uh, you know, they work in uh, other countries and then, uh, like, I have a friend who works in China and then she, whenever her visa expires, she just runs over and has a little Thailand vacation, man, and then uh, runs right back, you, you know. That's I mean? it. So, it's an yeah. absolute hub. Yeah, you can welcome, just fly man. in and fly out. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, been, been forever. I was going to jump on, I think, about two years ago when I was last here, but uh, we, we missed the chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure you're a busy guy. And, you know, we've had quite a few artists on the show. So I'm glad, like, you know, we can grow the, the listener database and then have you on, too. It's always definitely, definitely. Uh, and then there's also awesome. we also have always have to, you know, be ready to consider the, the possibility that, you know, someone actually gets, you know, caught, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're dealing with the law or something. It's like no problems, no worries. We have the utmost, you know, consideration for this, those yeah, type this of situations. A, this is not a hypothetical. It's literally happened, actually. Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah, yeah, sure. I could totally imagine. I could totally imagine. Okay, so yeah. we've, we've told people you're, you're uh, originally from Australia, um, but not exactly. Um, do you want to elaborate on maybe kind of where in Australia you're from? or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, originally I, I started in Brisbane there and um, made my way through Melbourne. Um, predominantly, a good good portion of my work was in Melbourne. Um, I spent about three years there. But um, uh, yeah, basically Melbourne, Brisbane, and yeah. those two areas, yeah. Just I've heard kind of like crazy stories about Australia and Dude, I love the filter. And oh uh, man, it's, it's going to kick doing, on man. and kick off as we're talking. I, I have no idea. <laughs> no worries. Awesome. It's, it's cool. If you want to, if you want to, if you can, you got to watch this. It's it's uh, it's going to be a lot better than just listening to us talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, my question was: Have you have you actually? I mean, I've been hearing some crazy stories about Australia and during the time of COVID and being locked down, man. I mean, do you, I know you're obviously not in Australia, but do you know anything about that? Yeah, so I was I was in Australia about four to five months ago, and um, what American me media is getting is, is 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 interesting to say the least. Like everyone's saying, we're at this you know this colony that's being trapped, and you know save Australia. And I've seen all these anti you know, these for Australia protests in the states. It's not entirely that bad. It's bad, um, but we're kind of used to this authoritarian kind of government kind of way. And you guys see it as very oh my god, save these people. But we're like. Eh. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's bad, and we, we do have a good portion of people that are, you know, very anti-vax, and you know, it's quite concerning. But well, um, what what is the uh, uh, quote-unquote authoritarian government? I mean, just explain to the audience kind of like the rules. Uh, like, you can't really like 
leave your house as you, you know so much like in america you could just kind of like do whatever you want until right so man it's it's exactly like that depending on which state you're in because we're state by state there'll be lockdown laws saying you can't leave your house unless you're doing exercise within 10 km radius and different things like this and you know just before i came over here when i when i went out and i was going jogging and i was on like an electric skateboard there's police helicopters going around and spotting people and then sending off dispatch to go find those people <laughs> it was it was pretty damn aggressive yeah Hold on. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. going back, going back, because we're dumb Americans. How many states does Australia have? <laughs> uh, well, so, so you, you've basically got a bunch of states that make up the whole place. So you got Queensland, Victoria, South Australia, Western Australia. These are all different states that pan out the whole entire island. I'd say Queensland is the best state, um, strictly because we just, you know, we just go all right. We've got good beer and all the rest. You know, going to have a lot of Victorians with VB. What cities are there. in Queensland? Um, I'd say. The best city and only city is Brisbane. Um, you've got the Gold Coast and a few other cities hanging around. Um, Nimbin, Noosa, you know, you know, all coastal cities along the beaches there. Awesome, man. We're, like yeah. I said, I've always been super curious about Australia. And I, I, but uh, going back to your the COVID lockdown thing. Um, so so you, like you can basically go outside to exercise and that's it. Huh? I mean, like it, you can't even go too far away from your house or anything like that, right? It, it depends. Yeah, state by state. When I was there, I was literally running out and um, I was on a, a voice chat to one of my friends and I got pulled up about four times on that run by four different sets of police asking what I was doing. And I'm explaining, you know, I'm inside my radius and I had to show my ID and I had to go through my phone and like, yeah, it's, it's pretty invasive. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a deal. A lot of a lot of freedoms that don't exist here, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it must be. Does it feel good to be back then? And I mean, the U.S. where you're like, oh, that kind of. Uh, absolutely. Well, mostly I like smoking weed, so that's a lot more accessible oh, here. Dude. I'm literally rolling a joint right now as we speak. Dude, really? What's, that... What is the situation in uh, in Australia like? Well, it's, as far it's as still. Weed? It's still um, medical, so you've still got to get, well, medical's just come through, so you've got to, you know, have a prescription, you've got to get doctors to, you know, give you the all clear, and then you're paying this very heavily upmarked price, which is um, taxed out at the moment and all sorts of interesting stuff, but um, it's kind of more affordable right now to just keep buying from your dealer in Australia, which is, you know, hey, what you comes know with that. You know, even in California, man, I, I mean, like, if you're plugged into the street, I literally still pick up off, I have the same, uh, you know, <laughs> plug for like 15 years bro okay like oh, literally man. i've seen this guy's kids grow up and go to college now off like me, <laughs> me buying weed from them dude but it's just so crazy because it's like the prices it's true man they kind of gouge you even even to hear that it's legal you know what i mean so oh yeah yeah that's interesting well, i think the accessibility over to, over here like so we don't have edibles and things like that but over here i'm like finding sparkling waters i'm finding gummies there's like beers paps is making a fucking thc drink now <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a bigger choice, bigger selection, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy because you know, at first I was like, dude, why do you want to drink like a THC, <clears throat> um, THC kind of drink, right? But then I realized I was like, you know what, you're kind of caught in these situations a lot of times that you, you kind of you're you're having a beer because just to be social, you, you know what yeah. I mean? And if there, if you like didn't want to put alcohol in your system and there was an option for like a thc i mean that you can kind of feel the same way like i think it's a pretty good uh it's it's a pretty good option you know I've, I mean? I've usually so. been i've usually been having one before bed you'll just have a 50 milligram drink and then you're out and you're, you're not waking back up for a while oh, great 50, yeah that's a lot 50 milligrams <laughs> yeah, yeah, milligrams. No. i'd be i think it'd be out for like two or three days oh damn no I, i'd have two of those before bed buddy it probably, it probably <laughs> go, it probably hey, we all have your, our own tolerance you know what i mean I think. Yeah. Well, okay. So I got a question for you. Um, yeah, sure. 
when you were growing up in uh, in Australia, um, what was it that uh, that you know? I mean, were you a, were you an artist before you started doing work in the streets, or what? Uh, how did that come about? So it all started out. Um, I've always been into graphics design and design in general, and um, it, it, originally I, uh, I was up for a name and i'm like i want to i want to create art and i want to make it where people see and I'll, i want to build hype around it because i liked getting that feedback because I, I once put a sticker out and then saw it reposted on instagram i'm like oh i should make a brandable thing behind that because i like that kind of back and forth between an audience so i'm like all right so i uh, i thought up a brand and i this was in 2012 um i was basically studying all these other street i was thinking repeatable imagery what can we do to create a brand so i, I chose oh let's just go with a character a fox is easy to do and then um, there was this, this, this Japanese photographer called uh, Rosa Parks, and she took a photo of a fox uh, way back in 2009. And um, I reached out and messaged her. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do some shit with this fox for the next you know, decade or two. So, uh, you know, is that all right? And she's just like, yeah, go for it. And then I just- Oh, really? Back. That's very yeah. cool. Okay. So, uh, so I, I took that image and then I vectorized it and then I spun it a hundred different ways and just spread it ever yes, since Yes, I then. know. I've seen <laughs> many of them. <laughs> yeah. So um, it just started off with a photo and an idea of creating, um, you know, this, just this, this image with a, a, a use of different types of patterns and the fox being the center of it all. And it kind of- I stopped having to sign things off because people just knew they saw the fox. It's that last guy who's just doing that shit, you know. So yeah, it was just um yeah, a long project and it's something I enjoy. It's like it's what everyone says, it's that global conversation we're all having with stickers, whether it be writing or posters or something. You travel the world, which I do a lot. And um when you see a homie in another place, you just it's just that quick hi, hey, and then you put your sticker up next to it. It's a vibe that most people won't understand, but it, it drives me. It's it's the passion. Oh, man. I Everybody... think it's something that, you know, once people are aware of, you know, and they know what to look for, then it's it's hard not to see it anymore. Yeah. You know I mean, well, it um... becomes that corner of your eye thing. Like um, my partner, when I just go to the States, I've been teaching her about the sticker world and different artists and that people just don't write. You know, that's that could be someone's you know quick throw up to show who, who they are and where they are. And now she's started noticing things as a complete rookie eye to the scene. And it's quite interesting to see someone else now noticing the conversation we're all having. And it's um it's it's invigorating. It's great. Yeah, totally, nice. man. You, so you know, what what types of mediums um when you're getting up uh do you normally use? I mean, your stencil? Do you do paste ups? Um, yeah. Um. So to, right right back in the beginning, it was all stickers and media using that. So I was doing screen printing and with different vinyls and experimenting with eggshells. And then I started getting into wheat paste uh, quite aggressively over the, the next few years and um, created that creeper, which is literally a fox in a hoodie saying, you will know my name. And oh, yes. um, I, I put that all over the world and went quite hectic Everywhere. with that for two to three, two to three years. And then um, I started getting into stencils and using, lo and behold, the teacher method, which is something I learned off Instagram. Some guy did stencils in a very interesting <laughs> way that was unique that allowed you to roll up your stencils, get in, get out real quick. It was just ideal for what I was doing at the time. And then I started nice. doing stencils and I was using that method and I haven't chosen any other method since. So that's been going for six to eight years. So sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah. And and then every now and then I throw up and stuff, but um, you know, my writing's dog garbage, but it, you know, it's still a name's up, a name's up. Well, you know what a lot what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, when you're doing a throw up, you're doing some freehand stuff or whatever. You know, it's one thing to practice it at, at your studio or whatever, so you get it down. But there's no practicing being somewhere in a hot spot. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? That, that kind of <laughs> adrenaline that starts rushing through, and you're like, 
just yeah, so and then when you can't back the, in the studio, man, I just don't. Mm. And then the can gets clogged, and it starts shooting out silly string, and you're in the middle of a, just a spot. It, it it can go tits up at any corner. That's that's why I have tons and tons of respect for the guys that do that. You know? Oh my god, absolutely! I imagine if I really wanted to, if I wanted to sit down and practice and and just go for it, um, and just focus on nothing but that, I could probably do some cool stuff. You know what I mean? But dude, I'm 52 years old. I got twin fucking 11 year olds. What the hell am I trying to prove at doing that? You know, there's what an I mean? expiry like, date on things, and 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 agreeing with that point. Um, so it, it, I've basically stuck with the traditional mixed media art, which is stencil, wheat paste, things like that, because I've always worked this career, and I am of the older type. So, you know, um, graffiti and aerosol that that can come back to haunt you, and you can get convictions, and things can happen. So. I don't usually publicize that side of it and all that fun stuff. It's more towards the, um, you know, the pace and the posters and the, the things like that. But um, yeah, you just got to be careful with that stuff, I guess. Holy man. Dodgy, I, dodgy love, I love the name too that you picked, man, because especially at the very beginning, you're like, you're just using lust sometimes and then you're using like wonder, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I, love that, I love that about graffiti, how like, it's like, or even just like we paste or whatever that you know they play on words and things like that, right? Well, it's it's a lot more well thought out than most people think. They're just like, oh, this guy's called himself Wonderlust, and then you know it originally comes after you know Wonderlust, that German loan word for you know wanting to travel and adventure and see sure. the world and blah blah blah. But my version was basically I needed a four letter, which was Lust L L U S T, and then I could three letter it with L S T. And then I'm like, one being number one yourself, directory, because I'm a nerd, I work in IT, is the directory of your life. And then last is just that complete infatuation to just take everything, what you want, do it now, you know, risk, risk, risk. So it, it what kind of, of, I'm sorry, what kind of uh, IT do you do you work in? You don't have to get very specific, but just- No, like no, no, that's of... fine. Um, so since I was a kid, I'm like the age of 15, I went into um, IT security and things like that. So infrastructure, um, routers, you know, networking, things like that. So security, yeah, with what you're doing too. <laughs> it cut, as, yeah, it, yeah it let me do up. security for you, and uh, well, I bet I might hop up on you. Well, do a little. <laughs> the career, and and probably the reason the fox wore a suit and stuff in the beginning um, was because I'd always been working in IT, and um, the the whole choice behind the fox was as well like. At night, you get out and the foxes are running through your garbage bins and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then in the daytime, you see them looking fancy as hell, just, and then they run off into the distance and, you know, stay low and lay low. Um, that's kind of been my deal the whole time. You'll find me on the rooftops at night and then behind my computer in the daytime, just in the suit. <laughs> Another thing I love, man, is that you uh, incorporate, like, uh, some, you, you know, you're, you're a man that looks to the future and you've incorporated Chinese writing into, into your stickers because... Uh, <laughs> We it's going to be like universal language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean? So, uh, I no. That, so, that, that stuff, um, that loaned, uh, like, I had a guy way back going, oh, you, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that cut off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. So, uh, yeah, I had someone come at me before and say, culture vulture. I'm like, oh, not at all, not at all. Um, so, before I used to go to the Ooh. States a lot, I used to travel to Japan and um, I did that probably you know, six to eight times every year. And um, oh, I used to, I, I ended up meeting, I got obsessed with Akihabara. I'm a big nerd. So, you know, robots, electronics, things like that. It was a beautiful place to hang. And um, I started falling in love with all the different, different, you know, individual unique stories about Japan, like in Shibuya. And, um, you know, there's a dog that sits out the front of Shibuya station. There's a long story about it. Um, 
for the audience that's watching, this is a uh, Akihabara. It's kind of just like the. the it's big... like the uh, Electric wow. City of Japan. If you if you've awesome. seen like Fear and Loathing Las Vegas when they're walking through those areas, basically that's that's what we're talking about. But go ahead. But um, yeah, yeah, that it's basically called Electric City and um, lots of interesting stuff there. And I met a guy called Vlot over there. He's um out of TCF, the chosen few, very talented Japanese artist. And um, I used to just hang out with him, and I, he'd introduce me into his home and show me the you know beautiful way of Japanese life. And I grew such an obsession towards it. I'm like, I'm integrating this with my art because I've spent most of my time pushing Wonderlust over here. So just combine it to him. Yeah. That's that cool, it. man. You get to claim that shit, man. You know, <laughs> you're not just yeah. some dude who saw it on, you know, on his Google search or something like that while he's sitting well, in his grandma's basement or something. <laughs> after I did the kanji, most of my designs, I reached out to Vlot and I'm getting him to press all my work. I'm like, am I spelling this right? Is this some Western <laughs> bullshit that I'm screwing up on? No, so. it's cool. Like, actually, like, just for the proper, I don't know how to say it in Japanese, but in, you know, it's Lui Shingra. Basically, it's like travel fever. You, you know yeah. what I mean? So it actually, it's not just you typed in Wanderlust and like, you know, it's some vague. I was like, Double it's meaning. Pretty, you know, it's a pretty. pretty <laughs> can you cool say that like, again, James? I'm sorry. Can you say it again? Luixing means travel. Re means kind of like heat, basically. So, I, I, you know, I haven't speaking, spoken so much Chinese on this podcast, actually, if you, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I, you know, in China... Can, it's got the Chinese shit down. Holy shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. But, um, I mean, teacher's, been up, teacher's gotten up in China, though, actually, right? I mean, we, we Shanghai. Went, went to oh, Shanghai. Homie here took me to Shanghai. And... Uh, <laughs> I, let me guarantee you this. If I was not with him, I would not have gotten up. I'd be shitting bricks in China. I'll tell you that much. God, well, you're going to steal. Have you, have you, have you uh, been to, out of the 58 countries you've been to? Have you been to China, though? Uh, yes, um, okay. but it was only to get through customs. And then I was off to an. Oh, no, no, sorry. I, I stayed in China, but in a hotel for a one hour stopover. Oh, okay. Hectic, okay. hectic long story, but I um, didn't get to see much. But it, it I was see. interesting. Well, there there is a, um, just, just letting you know, there's like a M. 80, let me see here. It, there's a there's a particular area. Um, I'll look it up. But you, you know, uh, you guys hear that? Dogs? Yeah. Good grief. Okay. Go ahead. I'll be right back. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, teaches all, teaches dog naked. always kind of like just starts having a good time, like uh, whatever and whatever we. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. So okay, it's called M50 actually in Shanghai, and it's actually the arts district in um shanghai so you know what right there if you it, it's a whole area that teach you know we went to m50 right and then it was oh yeah like, like i said it's a designated graffiti area and you you wouldn't imagine that in china Yeah, but here's the thing there's a designated you know sectioned off area right and then across the street there's you know a good amount of graffiti also and so um we just stopped into one of these places and, and james goes in there and, and talks to the guy and comes back out and he's like, yeah, man, right over there. I'm like, what? what? No, you I'd, I'd be on edge. I'd be on edge. Well, yeah. Let me show you. We actually have a video of it right here. Um, right here uh, when we went. This is. Oh damn, that's in it. Oh no, this is this is in, this is in Seoul. Sorry about that. Wrong video. One second. I'll pull it up while you guys talk. But um, but yeah, teach. You were pretty nerve wracked when we went to China. <laughs> Yeah, you would well, be. you know what? I, I I was not so much because you and Mitch were there, man. And you had talked to this guy and he came outside and he pointed at a spot and it was kind of like, you've got to be kidding me. I can, I can just, I'm gonna, okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and spray it and the dude's cool with this shit. I'm just, wow, you know? 
that, I think that's- that never would have happened if I was there, you know, by myself, just passing through or something like that. I might have put a sticker up, but yeah. maybe not even that because, dude, every square inch of that place is is on film, is on some kind of camera. Oh, man. That's true. I agree. On that, I think um, what you're saying, like if he wasn't there, you wouldn't have been able to hit those pieces and do those things. I think that's the number one thing about travel. Um, I noticed once like picking up my, my shit and getting some traction and people starting to know who I was, I'd reach out to people in these different areas and the access and the level of confidence you can get by going with someone who knows what they're doing and has it kind of comfort themselves, you can just, just bomb shit heavy. Like um, when yes. I got here, it was um, the 169 and I hung out with yourself and just oh, yeah. the exposure to these people um just pretty much you know pushes you to the top because you've just got those balls of steel you know what you're doing um <laughs> and then i've done it i've rocked up in the countries with no one horrifying but you know you gotta make do yeah, yeah so, well, exactly. I've, I've, I've seen you everywhere man what are, i travel quite a bit too man you know around europe man and i've definitely like just seen your uh your pieces like uh i was like oh shit and like i said i it, it's 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 awesome to meet you over zoom man because uh, oh, definitely. Like, like i said it's one of those yeah, question for you what kind of music uh are you into well shit man as i got older it's turned into like very much lo-fi you know chill it's like Ooh, i like it's, that it's too a, yeah yeah it's a, it's a combination between lo-fi glitch chill um and then they combine they combine into like chill hop and glitch hop and all this I'm in this whole very calm kind of stoner so, genre at the moment. Don't you feel like it's like lo-fi can be described as like music that people used to rap over, you know, in the in the like the 2000s and, uh, you know, 90s and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But like the beats of hip hop are just like totally different nowadays. So it just opened yeah. up this genre of like lo-fi, which is kind of like actually I call it studying music. <laughs> yeah, it's right? pretty much what it is. Yeah. But it is yeah, right. all, all out of all those terms you use to describe the music you just described. Uh, lo fi is the only one I remotely uh, have even heard of, and it's only because on YouTube, I you know, I was trying to find some music to listen to. A lot of times, I just listen to Hawaiian music, right. and um, I remember seeing this little you know thing that had lo fi, and I'm like, fuck's that, you know. <laughs> I, I remember clicking on it one time and just being like, that's kind of chill, you know, and just like you know yeah it's it's, it's not, like the, not anything uh, that's trying to take up too much of your concentration or anything like that it's just kind of like some background you know yeah uh i i make some of that stuff too man next time or you know what maybe i'll uh insert it at the end of this uh because i got i got some new music coming out but uh i'll, I'll, put, it at the end, I'll put it at the end of this podcast man but Anyways, yeah, man, lo-fi music is cool, man, but I kind of feel like it's for, like, old people, too, man. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, n- nobody actually, like, you, you ask the young kids. You can't, you, you can't really bang out to it. It's yeah. more for the, <laughs> the 30, the, it's more for the 35 pluses, you know, the it's biggest like, movements they do is with the pen, you know. <laughs> it's like smooth jazz for You know uh, what, uh, just uh, for our listeners, roughly, what is your age? How old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 33 plus, if that helps. Okay. 33 plus, okay. Yeah, yeah. so, old oh boy, old oh boy. Nice, nice, nice. Well, Teach is obviously the most senior person here, always. Yeah, 52! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we're putting numbers on it, Teach is probably sitting yeah, up in yeah, front yeah. there. But um, <laughs> I think it's been... Uh, you know what? I use it to my advantage, dude. You know, if I'm out and I'm putting a piece up, and, you know, and if it's kind of a questionable piece or whatever, and a cop stops by and starts giving me a little bit of jawing, you know, I'm, I can be very eloquent with my words, and here I am, a 52-year-old white man, you Very know? true. 
I'll use every advantage I can take. Yeah, I can get. You know what I mean? It's it's it has worked for me at times. So my my first know? trip, my first trip to LA, um, when I when I ended up meeting up with the one six nine, um, very very early on, we got we get we, we were just bombing pretty aggressively down um around West Hollywood, very aggressively to be honest. You probably remembered it. And um, one of those nights, we got uh, pulled up just after we did a huge piece. We had bags filled with paint, blah blah blah. And then a cop car pulled up. And as we saw them pulling up, we kind of hurled the bags into the bush behind us and just kept walking up all casual. And then um, they pulled up and then they just said, you've got open containers because we both had beers in our hands. And then he said, oh. yeah, so the 169s, oh, I'm just with my Aussie backpacker friend. He's, he's drunk way too much. I'm like, yeah, I'm completely fucked up. And uh, they're like, all right, we'll just throw your containers out. And you're just smelling paint through the air, like from the piece just behind us. And we, we just threw our containers off and we're just like, yeah, very nice. Yeah, very, have a great night. Fucking. Now that's um, a close call. Have you had any other calls that maybe didn't go as well? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I guess, as you're saying, you've got a lot of age privilege when you're looking normal and you can linguistically get yourself out of something. It's usually, I'm, I'm promoting a band or, you know, um, it's just paper. I can, I can pull it off. You pull it off, put it in a the bin, they leave, oh. you put it back up. You know, it's, it's a, it's a process. It's uh, That's That's the most they can get you. Yeah. The most they can get you for when you're doing wheat paste is littering. So, you know, you shouldn't be too scared when you're doing it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You got to know how to hold yourself and, and and don't do any quick moves. And if you're a big guy, don't don't yeah, move towards them or anything. <laughs> they or... love it. They love it when you smile and wave it. Hi. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> Absolutely. That, like, I remember it. a cop telling me that one. I was in downtown LA, and um, I was putting a piece up with this lady. Oh man, it was horrible. Her uh, niece was this. A reporter that got shot live on air in, in South Carolina yeah. and so I did a stencil of her and we were putting it up on the box right downtown yeah, I was like look, you know what I don't care if I get hassled for this piece this is a pretty you know you know pretty uh tough piece here um and while I'm doing it this cop stops and shines his light over at me you know and um I just smiled and I waved <laughs> and so he hopped out of his car and came over and he was like uh what's going on like, oh, yeah. you know, I got a permit to put, you know, pieces on these uh, boxes. Can I see it? Yeah, yeah, here you go. There you go. He's looking at every single line. I'm going, fuck, he's going to he's gonna be able to tell this just for one box down over yeah. a few streets that way, you know. And, and he was like, yeah, this isn't for this box, though. Um, I'm like, well, actually, it's taking him a while to get it. And I just wanted to go ahead and get it up for this <laughs> lady, you know. And he's like, well, I don't believe a word you're saying. But, um, you know, you're just you're lucky that. Uh, I, I'd rather see something else than just a blank box. Um, That's it. And then he goes, and you know what? It, it helps that you that you smiled and you waved at me. I appreciate that. That's it. I and he goes, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go now. I'm like, do you want me to paint over this? He goes, you can do whatever you want. I'm leaving now. I'm like, so I, I think finished it up pretty quick and got the get the fuck out of it before I get these buddies around I think I think it's, it's exactly when you own it and um you don't skittish out and you show that you're not you know not there fucking around and you're trying to contribute or beautify or add to something that you're you know working with I think that really helps you know any sort of hectic situation like that absolutely smiling yeah, absolutely yeah agreed now what about in other countries have you had close calls in other countries um uh Japan um I was up on a uh a rooftop um getting up to do a second big wheat paste and uh shop owner was in the in the shop as i was climbing up the roof you know on a bin at the front 
And um, he came out and he, he grabbed my grabbed my ankle and he's shaking my ankle and I'm just like, oh, oh shit, he's, contact. He's yeah, yeah. He's like, he's grabbing. He's gonna pull me off that roof. This is some Yakuza type shit. And then um, I, I I I peeled off the thing and jumped down and had a very irate conversation that neither of us could understand. And then uh, just, he he went back inside and that was my turn to like fucking just haul ass in the opposite direction. And that was it. But um, you know, that could have been ten years in prison. Um. <laughs> oh my god yeah in the right country holy w- shit yeah yeah well, japan, you know, in, japan it's pretty hectic i heard they serve sushi in prison no i'm kidding no, they don't. damn if that's, if that's <laughs> legit then i don't know about I'll, that yeah we'll I'm go just back kidding, for guys. a few more runs but no it's it's <laughs> yeah no it was, um i think that was my only close call maybe in maybe once in 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 leiden in the netherlands but um apart from that that was about it i see yeah yeah nice that's awesome man. so you never had to you ever have to spend the night in the uh in the clinker or the house as they say i've spent a a, a night in questioning um but no notes or you know details were taken down so that was about as close as i get and then and then that happened a night before a flight in brisbane um oh. so i was flying internationally <laughs> so yeah yeah um i was flying internationally and uh the, the house i was in you know got raided and uh yeah i had a bunch of information i had to share with them and, and basically you know just basically try my best not to get a conviction and uh yeah live to tell another day it was great so i mean you you've know, done better than i have man i got man. nabbed you know in west hollywood and you know just yeah. for a little stencil that said teach each child <laughs> and I even wanted at one point I thought they were gonna let me go because I was sitting in the car and uh, this guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, dude, what's what's up, man? What happened? You have too much to drink? You have a fight, wife, whatever? You know, what's you know. up? You know? Yeah." And I'm thinking, "Oh, you know, here we go." He's like, "No, man, this is you know, um, I, I'm not, I'm sober. This is you know, they're taking money out of the education budget and everything." He goes, "I I get it, man. I get it, but don't you have like a lookout or something like that? You know?" And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, man, I don't want to get anyone else in trouble or anything. You know, it's just me, you know. And so I'm like, so, you know, what's what's going to happen? You know, he goes, yeah, you're going in. Yeah, you're going to the house. All right. I'm like, oh, man, it wasn't sounding like that, dude. You're sounding kind of cool. Yeah. Like, we're kind of, you know, get along here, you know. What's you it? to meet Plato. I found out why on the on the drive there. It was because that guy, the uh, the first guy that called me, it was in Sunset Plaza. Uh, the security guard was a, um, a retired uh, deputy. So he uh, he just, he would have thrown a fit if uh, the guy didn't take me in and have me booked, you know? Damn. And, you know, I'm not out there doing anything great or anything, you know what I mean? So I was like, I understand, man, no worries. Yeah. Damn, damn. Oh yeah, I, I, man, I, I, I've been to like um when I was just getting into this this sort of stuff. Um, in oh, the dude, first... and then my wife had to come down there and bail me out. My poor wife, you know, from Europe. Like, yeah, she... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friend Jeez. told her go get a bail bondsman. She's like, "What's that?" Let's go. Oh, God. Did, you didn't end up having to go to court or anything. Does that stuff happen? Oh yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I did. Six thousand. Okay, so I'll tell you the the, the quick uh, the court story. I, I told my wife. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've. I've been in the Pentagon before this happened. I, I was the first artist ever allowed to work on a painting in the corridors of the Pentagon. Like I've been there seven times. I've done all kinds of community service, been to Africa doing, you know, missions and everything. And I 
spoken to people in e-ring offices in the in four-star generals in the pentagon you know what i mean like i, I know mm. how to speak to people and i told my wife look Scooby, i'll just represent myself in court she's like no because she was having problems getting her citizenship at that time Damn, so we got this fancy lawyer and everything and as it turns out i told him about all the stuff i've done he was oh i can get this dismissed you know you've done all these cool things or whatever and he just came back he goes no uh, they're going to you know uh, going to trial so it was a thousand then it was 2500 because we went to trial and then you know um the first hearing they're like yeah yeah that the, i think the judge was in a bad mood it was a lady you know we're gonna hope you know we got a continuance and then after the next hearing they're like yeah you need to come in the office we need to have a little meeting this is when i found out that the fucking guy that i originally talked to was not the one doing the case he had his clerk going and doing the case and when i found that out i was like so does the judge know about me being the first artist in the Pentagon and all this other stuff? He's like, no. I'm like, wow. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And so and once then, they got all this information, they took in my, you know, a copy of my website, you know, printed out or whatever, and all these this other shit. They lowered all the fines to as low as possible because they were wanting my driver's license for a year. They were wanting my damn. driver's license for a year, or it was. 45 eight hour days of graffiti removal within six months meaning two days a week for six months for eight hours a day i would have had to go do graffiti removal holy shit and i was like you I, know what i just could have done and six thousand dollars later you know and it's uh, i could have i could have done a better job myself well i think but, yeah so that, that's I pretty think, real man you, you know what i mean that's that's hectic. I think relating to that, when when I was first getting into this, I really um I got into the whole the I got interested in you know um, court cases and what would happen in the event that you know I get pulled up and some shit goes down for something I've silly I've done or blah blah blah. Um, and I used to a lot of friends in Brisbane used to have court cases and a lot of high profile friends that I you know had uh, I was friends with in Brisbane used to have cases and um. I used to just go and sit in the back of those things because they're all public, they're all open, yeah. And you can you can basically you know just sit in the back seat and just you know shut up and listen and um the, the the one thing i noticed in all of these cases which were mostly dismissed was you know they come up with their references to you know times have been published in books the the times they've beautified the cities that they work in or the way they've contributed rather than more what they're trying to get you on defacement or destruction of property or vandalism um i think it really helps when you go in there it's just like i've done this this and this here's my references here's this here's this if you don't have the chance to do that, you kind of like fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, wow. I I, hey, I finally found the. Uh, sorry guys, I was looking for the video for the longest time. It was a really long time ago. It was uh, for the uh, um, for when, when we went to China, man. So I just want to pull oh, this damn, up. bring it up because it's pretty cool. Because there's actually a uh, like I said, it's a designated graffiti area. And uh, hold on, check this out. Oh shit! See, there's like a whole area. Hold on, let me share yeah, this. that side was a designated side. Let me share this sound too, because yeah, I'm getting it. Share sound. Okay. So this was our uh, day out, basically. We did went during the day, and then uh, you know, here's Teach putting his uh, look at that Chinese guy like watching him in the background. You know, this broad daylight. That's Shanghai. so cool. So cool. <laughs> oh, right next to a one-up. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Those guys are all over the place. 
Oh, mate, one United Power. Some of the movies those guys are pumping out are insane. <laughs> what up, man? They're notorious. Absolutely. Wow, look at this. There's nothing like daylight hits. It's just there is a vibe about them that is so rewarding. Just hitting in. Well, especially off. if you if you just take your time and you look like you're supposed to be there. Oh, absolutely. You know? That's great. So yeah, man, it was just super cool. Because... Yeah, none of that shit would have been happening if it was just me there. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, that was, that... you know what? You're right though, because there literally is. Can't. It's like you know, as they have. Uh, cameras everywhere and facial recognition nowadays too like, Dude, everywhere that we were there i would look around and there was somewhere where there was a fucking camera and my oh, phone yeah. my phone was acting kind of funny with me when i got back you know like i'd be talking to someone else and it'd be like a weird click and i'm all like oh no well, that didn't happen before <laughs> i went to china and they're like, and like whoever i'm talking to they're going what what, what are you talking about i'm like well nothing nothing at all <laughs> Nothing. Tin fall back on. Yeah, I'll see you next. Uh... Well, what do you, I mean, what do you, you know, what do you, that, it's crazy though. The facial recognition stuff. I mean, in China, that's going on, man. I mean, oh, like, man. It, it, in a sense, it's like it's like though. If you're like trying to run from the police, it's like there's no point in running because they'll just like close out the city rings. Like, uh, so it's like you can't and exit out of the area you know oh, I mean, the facial recognition will just get you man so, it's, it's, uh, it's absolutely impossible and, and the scariest thing for any person listening right now the easiest way to understand how easily accessible and you know common you know this facial rec is if you have google photos on your phone just bring it up go in there and then you can search all your friends by their faces and things like that that tiny little piece of technology literally in google photos you can, it, it recognizes a face so for example I found a bunch of photos of me in the 369 because I was looking for a selfie with him. I found one photo of his head and then I just pressed it in and that was just every single one was taken. I'm just like, oh, all right. So yeah, that's that's horrifying because you think about the same kind of software being applied yeah. to cameras. If you're running in a distance, the moment you ping up, it'll just send off an API call to an alert system saying, old mates on this corner, go on. <laughs> it's like a heat-seeking missile that just locks on to you and then you're just, There's, you know. With that amount of CCTV, oh. using that amount of technology, it's just a net, like, just uh, don't even worry about it. I think the face masks are the best thing to happen <laughs> out of COVID, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I actually, know, right? Actually, you're right, man. You know, you know I'm kind of... It makes oh. it look okay to look like a vandal now. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> you don't look sus walking around in spots that you shouldn't be at. And it's, it's I don't know. And it, it'll see how long it lasts, especially when everyone's getting so used to facial rec. Yeah, man. I mean, they haven't. Your your iPhone still can't recognize you with a mask yet, right? You know. Sunglasses, what I mean? though. I think it does depth of field, doesn't it? it? Tells your cheek structure and how far your cheeks are back from your eyes. So it's not only just doing a flat face photo; it's telling the depth of your, you know, cheekbones and stuff. It's it's pretty yeah, intense. <laughs> well, Teach just put on a uh, 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 a mask oh, of some right. sort. <laughs> yeah, that changes the shape of your face. That works completely. There you go. <laughs> Wait, can you see through the? Oh, wait, that's just fly screen, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just screen. Love it. Of course, it's screen, and that's a hard gauge too. <laughs> that's awesome. What kind of mask was that originally, Teach? Uh, it's, it's like a, a paintball paint mask. Oh, paintball mask. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's an idea. Except yeah. you look like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> if I saw that, <laughs> if, if I was going to paint or like just walking down the street and I saw that, I'm like, yeah, all right, maybe the next block tonight. That'll be right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> ding dong, ding dong! Come here, right. you want to come do some armor with me? Jesus, no, that's uh, I think it, I think it, yeah. that's awesome, man. That it is looks, awesome. It looks pretty cool, man. Like, uh, oh, uh, 
I think ages back I was getting a Damas and I was thinking about getting an LED one where you could just program on your own like LED kind of thing for, for chats like this. But then, you know, technology, you can just track your face with a sensor bar and bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, the, the anonymous thing, uh, there's a lot of DJs that like like to do the uh, whole anonymous mask thing too. So there's that crossover as well too. I was, <laughs> I was talking about that, you know. But um, yeah, man, I think, uh, so you're talking about, oh, okay, so let's go back to talking about your art. Yeah, man. yeah um dude man so aside from stickers i mean like you've kind of like turned i mean you, you've done art shows too right it's not just uh in, in the street as well too right yeah it's 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 there's nothing so it was never to make profit um every now and then i've, I've turned on the wonderlust store um which is wonderlust.com it's got a store attached to it when it is online but um what i've never really sold art it's either i've you know showed up at a mate show just throwing shit in for free but I've never really wanted to profit from it. And I think um, in the next few years, I'll be flipping into that. So I will be doing like my first major exhibition, which will be all, okay. you know, labeled things like that and stuff like that. But it's always been not for profit. And when I have gone out, you know, trying to hustle for money, it's because I'm in another country and I'm running low and, and I need something. So I'll just put up some merchandise and, um, you know, I've got fulfillment companies that make shit for me in uh, California, Los Angeles. So Dude, that's awesome. Always nice. worked out. Hey, so, Listen up yeah. kids. You see how it's done? Fulfillment <laughs> companies make it easy for you. They don't carry oh, all they, this fucking, you know, stuff by yourself. They gouge you. you they gouge you with all the fees, though. So the profits yes, are off when, you, when you're making it to order, which is the only issue. But at the end of the day, it, it's not to make profit still. I just want to see people wearing my shit. And uh, if that's yeah. at my own cost. Exposure. It's a great, 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 great way of getting exposure. I also think it's very flattering when someone will you know, wear something of yours, whether it's a shirt, pen, or whatever the hell, you know, I find that Absolutely. super flattering. A lot yeah. of times it's like someone buying, you know, almost buying a painting for me and putting it on their wall at home, you know, it's like they're wearing it themselves. Yeah. You know, I think, I think, yeah, not really um, anything in the profits, really. No, no, no toupee shows. And I've literally just sold off posters well, a, here and there to support the travel. I mean, you have other ways to make money, basically, you know, you're in the whole like, a, that. I, mean, I, I have a career which sits yeah, in the exactly. background and that supports <laughs> a lot of the travel as well so whenever i'm you know doing these countries it's not on my own dollar most of the time so it's 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 always being combined with my career um which helps for, for the 50, it's called being resourceful that's it that's it for the 58 countries you've been to man i mean you know we talked about like japan we talked about you know some places that you've been to man i mean is there any uh you know places that uh maybe may like that stick out to you as like one of the most of the I think ones. I think the the one place that I'll always remember is just being the most insane was Berlin and um, the surrounding areas around that. Um, I, just, I just got back from Berlin. I definitely saw you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've been there more than four times. Um, that shit. Berlin in general. Um, it's just the general history of that city and the fact that you know one night you could go out for a few drinks and then you're partying in the side of a building that's had the side blown off it. And it's just a you know an underground party that they've just set up and installed all these lights and neons and DJ decks, and Did it's in an old shell. Um, oh gosh, a few of them like multi-level ones that are insane. Back sure. lifts up. It's it's just it's, it's a whole other world. And then the art culture out there is absolutely insane. And um, if yeah, you're into man. urbex, it's just that as well. It's all in one. Yeah, man. I mean, it's super cool. One of my favorite ones is Tresor, basically, in Berlin. And it's a multi... It used to be, like, a ceiling fan factory. And then, like, uh, you, you know, it's just so dingy, man. Like, it, you, Was you that know, the one with the big, massive, big square elevators that are behind chain link things that you got to pull across? Yeah, well, the, D, 
the DJs are behind cages, kind of. Is it that? Yeah, it was it, dark and dingy, lots of pathways see, and different the, rooms. See, the problem with the problem, like we're, the reason why we're saying this is because you actually in the Berlin nightclubs, they take a little sticker and they put it on your phone. You know what I mean? So you can't actually like take very. Uh, so here, I, I mean, there's some professional pictures, I guess. Um, see, this is the underground like nightclub inside like a warehouse, basically, uh, you know, and then yeah. they're, they're just super dingy, man. Like, you know, and then they're old factories of, uh, you know, the eastern Berlin, east and west. Berlin, That's what Berlin, I noticed in the, in the two know? I went to. Very similar aesthetic. If, if yeah. they are the same. I mean, there's Ber Berghain, obviously, right? The, um, it, you know, is the famous kind of one as well, too. But you're right, man. The whole culture. It, it, there is just it's just super raw man you know you know and super grimy and uh it's so funny man like i was just, just i was just pulling up in one of those uh taxis that you can just jump into yourself or whatnot i mean the ones that you can drive yourself it's you know but anyway oh, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. it's pretty cool they have all these services and i just saw a dude just walking down the street just fucking buck naked dude like <laughs> <laughs> and then i was just like oh this would only happen in berlin man or maybe downtown los angeles too man i don't know it's oh getting, yeah it depends these days yeah you can get it it's, it's more likely in los angeles <laughs> <laughs> but you know i've what seen I mean? it in los angeles before yeah i've seen it at night when i was, he was out. just like i mean he was obviously on some crazy drugs you, you know what i mean but he was just walking down the street with with a bag in his hand and i was thinking like damn why is he carrying a bag i was like well i guess you know he has no Man's pockets got a right? mission yeah yeah no pockets <laughs> that's the bag like he's, he's got a mission yeah, I guess. I mean, so yeah berlin yeah. man but like i said i saw you i saw you get up everywhere man it's super cool so berlin, berlin paris amsterdam europe like when i was there um those are my the, favorite cities man yeah for the, oh man amsterdam I've lost what, what languages do you speak um a tiny trace a bit of german um tiny amounts of japanese that i'm not proud enough to get into but um german for whatever reason i studied a lot of when i was younger and then realized when i ended up going to amsterdam so many times that i was speaking german at them and that's highly offensive because they speak dutch yeah so, not deutsch dutch yeah, and deutsch yeah, and I, I got so, yeah so go ahead no i'm saying like uh in amsterdam well they all speak english too actually right you, well you yeah know, yeah you know what i mean a yeah. lot of them speak pretty damn good english yeah, yeah. very good do, english do you know and any like, of the uh street artists or graffiti artists guys from the um like amsterdam man um did you link I up know, with any, a, few, a few of them yeah yeah no i linked up with a few um there's a few out of tcf that are also out there oh, okay dude man um, we, I mean, we've had we've had some on our show i'm just saying like Love to just like shout out to Laser Three One Four, you know what I mean? Like these guys. Dude, like shout that. out to TCF. Talk about worldwide, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. Man, and right? that's the crew. Yeah, I think TCF. And sorry, go ahead. I got what a are the bit TCF of guys side. there uh, in um, in the Netherlands, man? Just because because we should link up with them on the show too. You know, the the crew itself goes. You know, this is early, early, early nineties. Like, um, and and it origins of being in California. Um, it started off with um, and, and still has a huge ton of, of, of riders. And then um, in, the, in, the, in the last five to six years, last decade, um, been like a lot of mainstream artists have been jumping on board, a lot of pasters, a lot of mixed media artists, more or less. And um, it's just become a brotherhood of just helping and, um, you know, getting on top of each other's shoulders and assisting and, you know, making sure everyone's sorted out. It's the closest family I've had, and it's uh, been in it for 15 years. Um, it's enabled. Well, I know my buddy uh, Sellout here in uh, in LA is is uh, one, and he's you know I got a ton of respect for that guy. He gets up like nobody does out here, and uh, anything that he's a part of, I, I got to imagine it's got to be a pretty good uh, situation because he's not going to waste any time with uh, with something if it's not worthwhile. So that's when I was, you know, I'd heard of it before, and I knew some guys are in it and everything, 
um no. but uh, uh when he when he joined up i was like wow this is you know Sellout's a good dude. I just, I just watched yeah. um, like in, watching his evolution over the years. I, like, I, when I came to the States, I hung out with him for a bit. And we went to Slab City and then we went to a, an abandoned mine and put off some cool shit. Hey, and, tell, um, us about, tell us about Slab City, man, because uh, not, uh, not everybody knows about what Slab City is. Uh, it's like the last <laughs> lawless land of America. It's quite interesting <laughs> to hang out at, I'll tell you that much. Um, we, we, t- we, we camped right in the middle of it near the skate park there. And, um, oh, wow. I got a, do you uh, have to camp? It, I mean, like, obviously, there's no hotels, right? So, I mean, oh, no, yeah, there's no hotels out there. You got to camp and you got to have balls of steel because there's some interesting characters around there walking around your tents all night long. But we were blind drunk, we didn't, you know, it was, it was quite different. <laughs> I heard there's a lot of meth heads out right there, in. But... <laughs> oh, dude, uh, yeah, but you know, they're they're a dime a dozen and you kind of learn how to, you know, work with them and you know, not get them all amped up and sure. tripped out. You just tell them you're out there respecting the place and they're pretty chill most of the time, but um. Sell it, man. That dude, as I was saying, he, he pumped up and did that exhibition up in I think it was England somewhere. I didn't in London. I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. London, in London, actually. Yeah, yeah. Or in UK somewhere. You're right. You're Absolutely right. bombed it. And I'm um, just following his Instagram. Couldn't be prouder of the dude. And that's that's what it's all about. Each each one of these guys is just continuously doing yeah, amazing things. It's just good to watch. At least good to be proud of family. Resident artist, man. Sell out, dude. Shout out to sell out, man. Yeah, yeah. shout out. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Well, dude, man. I mean, that 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 hour fucking flew by, man. You guys were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, we kind of let you in a little bit late, but I kind of knew it was gonna go like that. Was, oh, dude, man. Know. Next time, next time, like we got to get in the like, you know, we've been doing these Zoom shows and just kind of like getting used to this format. But I mean, it started off like we we would get together and just crack beers with with like street artists. You, you I know saw I mean? some of those older ones. I'm like, yeah. God, that that looked great. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're still gonna do that, and and just like we're just kind of like waiting for the whole COVID situation because you know, you know how it is right now, right? So yeah. I don't know if we'll ever get back, but uh, you know, obviously we're gonna welcome you into the studio and crack some beers with you, or blaze some joints too. You know what I mean? That'd be That'd be awesome. Yeah, dude, anytime you got anything going on that, uh, like you said, you're going to start uh, turning things around as far as, you know, promoting things and, and getting uh, getting yourself, uh, you know, established and everything. Let us know yeah. when these things are coming up so we can help promote and cross promote and do whatever we can. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah, no, I definitely will. And it was a pleasure jumping on here with you guys. It would have been great to do it in person. I saw those and they looked dope as hell. But uh, hey, man, I mean, maybe maybe like we should uh, take a trip to Oregon, too, because there's quite a few people we like to visit here.
speak no loose words You see I've been afraid But now those days Oh they seem like yesteryears Just far away Look how I step Art daily Mugging real me What's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.